This podcast is brought to you by the Scar Box, Wyoming's largest selection of cigars. The Cigar Box is hosting a cigar party with La La Plena Cigars, October 30th at the Rail Yard. Tickets are $75 and include cocktails, appetizers, and cigars. There will be specials on all Lollapalooza cigars that night. Tickets are limited and available at the Cigar Box, located at 1901 Energy Court, Suite 115, or you can go to www.cigarbox307.com. Ready? Yeah. Heck yeah. So today we're here at... Grinner Cigar Lounge, a nice little hidden gym in what I'd say Gillette, one of our finer things that we have that have just opened up. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty nice little spot for smoking cigars and drinking whiskey and doing podcasts. I like nice. it. Good mood, you yeah. know? Good vibe. Yeah. That's a good, it's, I mean, it's nice that we have this here in Gillette, you mm-hmm. know? It, like it's, instead of going to like a, just a regular bar where it's all smoky and, yeah. you know, it's nice and quiet back here. Yeah. You can think to yourself and good ventilation yeah yeah it's good bartenders yeah, yeah. So. and it's nice to be able to come in here and do something like this you know nobody's nobody's in here right now well the other day i actually came here by myself to start editing some of these other podcasts that i have in the bank uh was the others here or was it no just by me yourself? yeah just me, i smoked three or four cigars had me a few drinks by the time i got done i had three podcasts edited and ready to go and awesome. left and i mean I think my tab was like 30 bucks for four or five drinks, which yeah. ain't bad, you know? No. no. I was kind of happy. My yeah. wife was happy. My wallet was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really know about this back here till today. But. Yeah, well, I think the, they've had it open for about three or four months now, mm-hmm. I think is what they, she, uh, Alyssa was telling me. And, you know, they haven't really done a whole lot of advertisement about it, which I get, but it's kind of just one and deals. It's... Nice, and Cigar Box comes down here Wednesday nights and has their uh, cigar, I don't know what you want to call it, a get-together yeah, get kind of deal. How have those been going here at Grinner's? I know if I've been down at the Monkey. Have, have uh, you, those are the ones I've been Yeah. I went to, not this last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before I came down. There was a couple of people here, but, you know, it, it's... It's going to take it, a while to it, kind of build yeah. it up. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a new location, mm-hmm. you know. And it's as soon as Gillette figures it out, it's going to be oh, a yeah. deal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll be excited. I I like the monkey, but I don't like the monkey. Yeah, I, there's a huge love hate yeah. relationship. There. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just super cool, right? The monkey yeah. is just historic. Everyone can appreciate that, right? Well, it's not that. It's uh, it it has a special place in Gillette. Yeah. It, it's just that some Patreons there that go there just mm-hmm. really just kind of yeah. Ruin yep. it for everybody else. I mean, it's no different than anything else. Which, like, right. We get something nice that we can hold on to and, and put our name to, and then there's some jackass that doesn't live here and fucks <laughs> it up for everybody. Well, if this room was full of assholes, which I don't know, some might say it is right now, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, no matter how good it is and how good the drinks are, you don't really want to be there. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I'm not saying people at the monkey are assholes by any mean. I like the monkey, but I know what you mean. Right. P- people can change a mood to a room, can't they? Real quick. <laughs> Real fucking quick. <laughs> we go in there, all happy dovey, and one guy walks in, it's like a black cloud that follows him, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. time to go. Yep. <laughs> so, Tom, we've had Harvey on before. We've never had you, so tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, well, I grew up in Buffalo. I've lived in Gillette now for, 
everything. 13 years, um, work at a gas plant here south of town, and uh, married, have three kids. I don't know what all you want to know, but that's the interest, interesting stuff about me, so we can go from there. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to college. I uh, started in um, Billings in MSUB, and then I transferred to Eastern Washington University in Cheney, Washington. Graduated with a bachelor's degree in construction technology or something like that. Something okay. that I haven't used Weird. since I got the degree. So. Shocker. <laughs> right? You went to college, though, didn't you? Yeah, I, I did. I went to art school in Laramie for two years, dropped out. And then, and move, you know, because I was too, I was too good for Laramie, right? No, I wasn't. I just, I wanted to move to Denver and go to the Art Institute of Colorado, so I went down to Denver, and it broke me in about six months. It was so expensive down there, so I moved my wife and one kid back to Gillette and never left. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm a double dropout. Well, that's all right. I, I went to college in Sheridan, and I was politely asked to leave Sheridan, so I love Sheridan. Went down to UW, made it about a week, <laughs> and I said I probably should just go back home and work. Were you politely asked to leave Laramie as well? <laughs> no, uh, it was... Uh, not politely. <laughs> the, the, the writing was on the wall that I'm not going to make it to a single class, and so instead of wasting my money, because I paid for my college, and I was like, I'm just going to go back home and work, and... Yep. That's, that, why that's I came back to you. I mean, I, I know what I am. I know who I am, and so there's no point of lying about it. And just might as well be the, be that guy. Yep. Yeah, for sure. That's right, man. For sure. I like that. Authenticity is important. All right. So we got a a grit and gather event coming up November fourth. Oh yeah. Tell us a little about that. Well, there's a lot to tell. Uh, I think a grit, the, the grit and gather for us, you know, on these last two events that we, we've done, one here in Casper, or one here in Gillette, and then another one in Casper in June. Um, yeah, I meant to ask you about Casper. How'd that turn out? It turned out great. You know, we had a, we had a little smaller crowd, um, but we had a smaller venue. You know, we took over the ribbon shop downtown in Casper, and it's a kind of a two, it was the old Wonder Bar. If you if you guys ever remember that bar, I remember that bar. Yeah, it, they, so the Ribbon Chop House is uh, the, the old Wonder Bar, and it's, it's just cool, man. It's like they cleared out some of the floor. Anyways, it was a smaller venue, so we weren't able to get as many people in, but it was a good success, and it was a lot of people I didn't know. You know, Gillette's my backyard, but and so it's I'm I'm able to see a lot of people that I know. But in Casper is a little bit different planning an event when you. You don't know, you're not as well connected in the town right. or, and stuff like that. Or that people even trust that, that um, if we're going to plan an event under Grit and Gather, it's going to be a stand-up event, um, something that's of value uh, to your money kind of thing. So, but, yeah, it's, we got one coming in November, November 4th. Live bands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last year we only had two bands, and this year we're going to have two ba- those two bands back again. So we're going to have, uh, and they're all from Gillette, all four of them. So we book four. Um, so we'll have Kellen Smith going first on stage there in the main area, um, and then we'll have then we'll switch it up to uh, the Miller Creek Band, mm-hmm. and then Kiara Flight, uh, I think is her name. And she's um, somebody I haven't heard of, but um, she's kind of a sleeper here in town where 
She's actually quite talented. It's got a, a, a different vibe than those first two bands, mm -hmm. but she's just going to be playing downstairs and VIP. That's the main change from uh, last year to this year is we had such a massive demand for VIP access and such a small room. Everybody's just crammed in there, like just shoulder to shoulder. So we, we switched it up where the entire basement of the venue is going to be the VIP section with a VIP connected cigar area outside. And then uh, upstairs will be the general with the, with the live band stage. So upstairs is going to be more of a, it's not going to be as loud this year either. So we'll kind of be able to hear people talk, but it's going to be live music. Right. So it's, I mean, it's kind of a party up there, you know, um, as far as you won't be able to really talk a bunch up there. Um, but we're going to try to keep the noise level down a little bit. Um, How many uh, VIP tickets are you selling? We're going to, we're, we're, last year we sold a uh, hundred a little bit over 100 it was 110 ish um and we sold out about two three weeks right before the event um this year we're, we're going to boost the tickets up to about 200 for vip Heck and then yeah. the rest less the rest will be uh so what, what all are you putting in vip what what oh man is that we, is that most is that gonna be most of your private reserve stuff that you have yeah that you're yeah, bringing so, out and let me pull up the list in fact I'll just go to the website here because that's the that's where it exists. But um, it's grittandgather.com. And uh, sorry, if you let me tee this up real quick. Yeah, while you're pulling that up, um, I'll just say, I mean, I didn't know RV before the whis whiskey event last year. I went, and so I'm just uh, a guy that, that went to it and was interested in it. I'm not even a big whiskey guy, but uh, I'm all about experience. And right. It was a good experience, and it was put on well. And it's a good time. Like, so, uh, I guess what, what, when you went to the whiskey festival, what, what, what was your expectations out of it? Um, what were you expecting? I, I guess. Sure, I knew there would be some tastings. There was a lot more tastings than I was uh, prepared <laughs> right. for, and uh, so it was just awesome. They give you a little uh, glass, and you went around and find ones you're interested in. And try them out taste of this and a little bit more taste of that and and uh and then hang out with friends and just talk and chat and i mean that's the real experience there and just uh enjoy yourself yeah 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 so. it's weird to know that like you and i didn't even know each other till that day in fact i think if i remember right that was when we, where we met we met yeah and not only that i mean tom's can't become a close friend but not only that you know cigar box that's where we met the first yeah, time Cheryl, was there. that's what james you is know? saying yeah yeah i mean i saw him out there and they just smoking cigars out on the deck i'm like oh, i gotta get to know these people you know and yeah, yeah and so it's it's interesting how you know two two very important relationships in my life were actually the start there at grit and gather which that's kind of the vision of it you know is for to me is what? like to get literally gather people that are the the grid is the wyoming side but it's like to gather people you know around a subject right. of some kind well like -minded. yeah well like uh when when you and i first recorded about know back in may or whatever it was for june's uh that event in casper that's kind of what you're saying you know the whole like covid yeah really just took it out of you yeah yeah you that's know? exactly right and, and and if we're honest i think if we're honest with ourselves um you know, I think a lot of uh, this has been lost in all of us in some measure because we were just so shocked with what, what happened. I mean, it's never happened before. The world shut down crazy in one day or two days. Um, but 
you know, it, it's brought us away from each other and more kind of you know, yeah. S- yeah, yeah. solitude. And I, I just don't like that. I you, say, screw that. Yeah, you, you really, know? you really, um, through COVID, uh, you really realize like how important friendships are and social gatherings are and uh, experiencing things together. Uh, that was a huge thing see but like me through covid i didn't give two shits what they told me what i could and cannot yeah. do yeah i mean yeah, me I, I i i never had so many fucking barbecues it's so many times yeah. in a row and i'd like it'd be people bring your i don't know who that person is bring them on over i don't give a shit I, just right. give me a head count sign how much meat to smoke right sure you know <laughs> yeah and those are the good times and it's remember, and it's, right? and it's yeah. always I'll, I'll buy the meat you guys provide the booze cool cool mm-hmm. and it i mean it's a party on mm-hmm. we party till yeah. two three o'clock in the fucking morning i love it oh, yeah. I love that, that, you know, we know what's important. Our relationships are important, so you just did it regardless, no matter what, the, you know, is going on. But, so. uh, my, but my kids' as friends, their parents, come on over. You guys want to feel safe. We almost got the pool going. We got this going. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, come on over. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this, is, this is our safe space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I like it. I and like no matter it. what happens in life, you just got to learn to joy, enjoy it and roll with punches. Well, adapt and, and overcome. Adapt mm-hmm. and overcome, yeah. Yep. And like like we were talking about, that is that is the true definition of Wyoming, more so Gillette than anything. Sure. We adapt, we overcome, and that's what I love about Great and Gather. I love what I love. That's my thing that I love the most about what Great and Gather stands for is we are going to bare our teeth and we're going to come together to do what we, as a as a group, find right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. There's nothing stronger than that than a community that has that to build upon. There's yeah. nothing stronger. There's no. There's no federal government. There's no outside influences that's going to tear that apart because mm-hmm. that fabric is the strongest it's ever going to be. Preach. Exactly. <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. You're Couldn't agree make more. A lot of uh, connections. I mean, I did. Yeah. At that particular event, I made connections, and uh, who knows what all of them will lead to. Better so business, this is, better right? friendships, mm-hmm. better everything. Mm-hmm. So this is the second annual. Yeah. Second, okay. Second, second uh, one in Gillette. So, so I told you we're gonna get off into left field here <laughs> and there. That's just who I am. I get an idea in my head and squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. So we got bands. We got your private, the private reserve. Yeah, so like just I'll just give you some highlights. We got a massive VIP list this year, but like the the top the top ones here, we're gonna we're gonna have Taylor there. I, 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 that's one of my favorite, a small batch. I don't know if I ever had that one before. This one here. Yeah, I'm pulling up a picture. You can't really see it on podcast, but there's. It is delicious. I had it at. Yeah, it's awesome. It, you, it, this is this is the one that always goes first in our VIP, and it's just. But well, I see a lot of people compare, uh, combining that with a cigar, like they do, oh, like yeah. the Perduro 1926s mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They'll they always see a bottle of that with next to the cigar. I'm like, you should buy a bottle. Yeah, well, it's hard to find. That's why it's in our VIP. You know, th- this one in particular is not too expensive. I mean, it's in that seventy range ish. That's a perfect. That's yeah, it's perfect great. price point. But the problem is, is I can guarantee you, you go any liquor store in the state, you won't be able to find it. So well, it's highly, highly so allocated. We've been looking for Wheeler's Weller's bourbon, and mm-hmm. there's not a place in Wyoming that has it. And when I got to talking to the, some of these liquor store people, well. Good, uh, good times, especially because I, I frequent with her quite a bit. And I was talking mm-hmm. to, I forget her name. Anyway, uh, I was like, what do I got to do to get me a bottle of this? She's like, uh, wait. 
She's like, yeah. and she showed me the waiting list for this, for, for Wellers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are we having such a hard time getting this shit into the state of Wyoming? And she goes, call your local representative. Yeah. Yeah, the state, state liquor commissions. I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm not a liquor, uh, liquor license holder. So I, if I did, I would so, know more. But. So uh, during COVID, they're, they're monthly, like during the month, they'd bring in anywhere before COVID, I should say, they bring anywhere from one to three new bottles that, that they'd bring in. So like, I love Keeper's Heart. I don't know if you ever had that oh, yeah. one yet. Absolutely. And so like, so we'll just take Keeper's Heart and uh, Z and Y. So they'd bring those three in and keep them in for about three or six months. And then they'll say, hmm, well, we want to bring these guys in, but we need to, we, we, our selection, we're getting a little too uh, heavy on it. So let's take out Keeper's Heart, X and Y, and we'll bring in this selection. And so during COVID, they were kind of, it was all free willy-nilly. Well, okay, we'll bring this in, bring that in, bring this in. Next month, bring this in, bring that, not cut anything. Now they're wanting to get back to where they're trying to cut back and go back to a more structured three, one to three new bottles every three months. And so like some of these higher-end stuff we're starting to see go away. That's, and I've that's noticed, unfortunate. I've noticed that some of the, the Japanese... Uh, Mm-hmm. whiskeys that, mm-hmm. that they were carrying quite a bit of like the prices seem to go up and it's because they're not going to be getting any more in for quite a while mm. like that one uh it's got the white bottle with the red dot on it the japanese writing on the front i forgot what the hell it's called but it's a white bottle yeah with a red dot uh is it kofi kofi or something like that? i know they had it at the the whiskey event last year yeah it last rapid. year and rapid yeah and it, i mean it was but like awesome. now they want like 300 dollars for a freaking bottle what? Of it, <laughs> and, it's, and it's because it's going on the do not return list. Mm. Mm. Well, I hope the state does. Maybe I will call my representative because I hope the state opens that up. Because you know, unfortunately, um, a lot of people just buy it from another state, and we can't. Nobody with a liquor license can't. You know, the people we're catering, having cater these events, can't do that. They have to buy it from the state liquor commission, and that's the law. And I get it. Um, but, you know, the consumer can go to South Dakota, we all know it, or go to, you know, to other states or whatever, and they can buy and come across state borders, and then our state can't get this tax revenue. Yeah, so well, for it's, just it's, on a revenue standpoint, well, why do you not? Local business. Yeah, I mean, why would you not do that? Because if, if I could buy what I wanted to buy here in Gillette at a local liquor store, I would do it. Yeah. Right? right. And I, th- I tend to not go out and do that anyways uh, much, but when it's always good, you're in a bigger city and you go to a specialty, look, you find one that you've only dreamed of, you know, and here it is. So I, I took the family to Yellowstone in August and we went through Cody, drove through, went through the north entrance and out to Bozeman. Uh-huh. And we through stopped. Yellowstone? Yeah. yeah. So we went to Bozeman. We stayed the night in Bozeman after driving. And that next morning, I was Googling where I could find Keeper's Heart at, and there was one liquor store in Bozeman that had it. And I, and I walked in there, and it was probably about the size. This, it was the size of when this was, used to be uh, Jake's. Oh, wow. I mean, just huge. And I walked in there, and I go, I'm never leaving this fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> and so the lady's Which like. you've never seen before. Oh, yeah, never even heard of. Yeah. And this lady walks up. She goes, are you looking for something in particular? It's like, yeah. I said on your website, it says you guys have the Keeper's Heart, all three bottles. She's like, oh, yeah, right over here. And so I two bottles of each and went up to the counter and the guy's like, is that it? I was like, unless you got Pep, uh, Peppy Van Winkle, the 18 year old, he goes, sold the last bottle this morning. He goes, but I got the 12. I got so many of these 12s. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we got 12s coming out of our fucking ears, dude. And is like, it overpriced? Cause some of them, these boutique shops, they just like, 
That no. Keeper's Heart was $40 a bottle. Okay, we'll see. There you go. Yeah, and then mm. I, when I looked at the 12, the Pepe, uh, Pepe 12, mm-hmm. it was like 220 bucks. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, I've heard people pay, like, 1500 bucks for the 12. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, if I have Mama sees me come up with mm-hmm. seven bottles, she's mm-hmm. going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You problem. guys are talking for a language to me. I'm just, uh, I'm all about experience and... Uh, Trying different things, and that's so one, one great thing at the whiskey fest is like you could try every mm-hmm. fucking thing you yeah, want. Flavored, flavors. and this year, by the way, and I'll I'll forget if I don't think about it, but we're we're opening it up. We're not gonna do only whiskeys. I mean, we're gonna have 120 different just whiskeys alone, right? But yeah. but these distributors are gonna start bringing in uh, mezcal, t- tequila, gin, rums. No vodkas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't sip a vodka. I like vodka. And, you know, I noticed no. you're drinking Tito's and vodka. Love. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm just doing Tito's and soda. I've been fighting this sinus infection for yeah, there you go. however long. And yeah. nothing really, like, like, I told James today, I was like, I need something that's going to punch me in the fucking face <laughs> and let me have some taste. And he gave me a, a couple different cigars or mm-hmm. showed me a direction to uh, a couple, like the Blacken, the M81. Mm-hmm. I smoked one of those the other day. And I was like, finally, nothing. Because all I've been tasting is just snot, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah, finally, yeah. there's I got some something on my something. tongue that I can like, be happy about. Right. Yeah, and shout out to Cheryl and James because they're bringing some premium cigars oh, to yeah. Gillette. Like, Dude, you want to talk about a godsend? Oh, yeah. And, and the, just the amount of knowledge that those two have yeah. on cigars. Yeah. And the volume of selection that they have there, too. And they'll be there. I mean, they're they're one of the partners up there uh for for grit and gather that we're gonna have an upper and lower cigar deck they're gonna have a big um spread out out back on the upper deck and then there'll be an upper and lower deck vip down general up so we'll be able so when when you see a big big dude that's redhead with a full beard and he's kind of standing off the corner being quiet that's james go tell him exactly your flavor profile because he can break it down to the exact stick that you want yeah yeah, yeah Cheryl or James. Oh, yeah. They're both pretty quite knowledgeable. Yeah, they yeah, were lucky to have them here for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to bring out a, a number of, you know, really good premiums, well, middle of the road flavored. So just, Well, they got that Lollapalooza uh cigar event coming in uh October 30th mm-hmm. with and for that Lollapalooza launch. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. That's going to be a good time. Cool. I got it marked in my calendar. And, you know, one thing that misunderstanding that I think some people had from last Grit and Gather was there was so many pictures of people with cigars because that was a big thing that I wanted to introduce as part of the Grit and Gather. There won't be any smoking inside. It's not going to be a smoky bar right. or anything like that. You know, it's it's outside on the on the decks, upper and lower, and those decks are going to be, um, well, they'll be outside, number one. And number two, they'll be heated. To, to try to accommodate because, you know, who knows what the weather's going to be right. like. But in, indoors, not going to be, you know, smoking free-for-all. Well, um, I think Wyoming is pretty much limited to what they're allowing to be smoking mm-hmm. inside anymore. Yeah. I think the ventilation, you got to mm-hmm. have certain ventilation to be able to smoke. Like, I cigar, wouldn't want to smoke in here if it wasn't right. ventilated. Well, you know? no, like... But, you know, it's funny, though. I can handle the cigar smoke, but mm-hmm. when you put me with cigarette smoke, the mm-hmm. hangover is 10 trillion times worse. Do they, do they allow cigarettes nope. in here? I don't okay. think so. Yeah, just I didn't think so either. I just didn't know. I, I guess I, I come like, out like I know what I'm talking about when I say nope. <laughs> but I'm assuming not because, like, most cigar lounges, they don't allow uh, cigarette smoke. smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Because it smells like shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> burning, like, gunpowder paper. Tar, yeah. Tar. Well, you think about all the all the... 
the carcinogens. Yeah, like all the chemicals they put on like tobacco leaves for fucking cigarettes. I mean, that shit smells. Oh uh, yeah. But and like you look at it, like oh you smoke a cigar. Yeah, it's all natural. They don't mm-hmm. put none of that shit on there. Mm-hmm. It's cured properly. It's taken care of properly. It's you and know, you don't inhale it. Yeah, well, I try not to. Right. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear me cough a couple times. For sure. So. <laughs> Fly fishing is the worst, or when you're out golfing or something, it just yeah. shoots up your nose on uh, accident or something. I seen uh, your last video. Where you, where was that at? Your fly fishing with that so, storm rolling in. Yeah, so that was uh, out at my my brother my brother's <laughs> uh, wife Katie. Um, she her family has uh, has a place, and it's like a like a private bass pond. Really cool spot. It looks really nice. It's kind of a little honey hole. Yeah. uh, Jake and Josh, you know, my twin brothers and myself went up there just to reconnect since my dad's funeral a couple months ago. And it was just an awesome place, just beautiful, nobody around, and catching bass every cast on the fly. It was awesome. What are you using for a fly rod? We were using four weights just so we can kind of. But like when you normally fly fish, what are you using a sage or using a orbits? Or oh using... man, if you get going on this, it's gonna. <laughs> I have more money in fly rods than I do in guns, and I've. I mean, I don't got a lot of guns, but I used to build fly rods, make you know, make them from scratch, um, get blanks, and so I have probably a collection of twenty different ones: sage, orbis, helios. Yeah. You know. More than you have in whiskey. Well, I don't know. I drink, I drink my whiskey, so it's like there's a flux. You know, there's a churn. Sure, See, it's an ongoing cost. Yeah, exactly. See, we, we're, we're t- being talking about putting an addition on the side of the house and for like a so I can have somewhere to podcast. And my wife's like, we can build this bar. I was like, yeah, you say we can build this bar. <laughs> I said, but we're like, we'll go and like try to stock, start stocking it, you know, buy five, six bottles here and there and five, six bottles here and there. I said, but you know me. I said, we're going to buy all the shit that I like. And I'm going to walk out, walk out into the, our bar area, our recording studio, smoking a cigar. I'm like, hmm. I guess I'm here all day. Yeah. Well, we will never have a stock because I'll be the fucking drunk drinking it. <laughs> She's like, well, I, I can lock it up. I'll put. Well, we can build a, a glass door around it and lock it up. Who's like, you think that's gonna stop me? Five eleven, three hundred pounds. Right. <laughs> if I want lock. something, I'm taking it. I'm busting through that door. <laughs> For sure. The Great and Gather Whiskey Experience is happening at six p.m. on November fourth, at the Prairie Sky Venue, where you can sample everything that Wyoming Distillers has to offer. On top of that, food from Dickie's Barbecue and Fourth on Main Steakhouse will cater the event. The cigar box will be there for all your cigar needs, along with live music from artists from Gillette, Wyoming. And, that's right, and an after party hosted by Grinners. This is going to be experienced like none other. Tickets are available at gritandgather.com. Use promo code. That's right, we got a promo code for this. Drink to that 10. Again, drink to that 10. For ten percent discount at checkout. Anyways, so we'll get back to what we're talking about. Well, yeah, I think you were Sorry, talking about. I, I get the VIP. I take it so many different levels. No, that's right. <laughs> we don't. I don't. Every route. We also we got a Pendleton twenty year. Okay. We got that coming. So, me and Canadian whiskey don't get along. It doesn't matter if it's Pendleton yeah. Crown, right? Whatever. Me and Canadian whiskey, dude. One shot of that, and I'm puking rally, right. not coming back. No, I hear you. I mean, a lot of people critique it as it's just kind of flavorless and gutless and just kind of. Hmm. But, but what, get, what kills me is like, I can't even do like the Crown XR. Right. Like, like 
just Canadian whiskey. And I don't know if that's how they distill it or what, the, what they're using to distill mm-hmm. it with or the water or the mm-hmm. pH balances, whatever you have. But, like, my buddy, he opened a bottle of XO up. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> He's like, are you fucking? It's like a $200 bottle. I'm like, I don't give a shit if it's a $10,000 bottle. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm gone. Sick, right? right. Well, and that's a nice thing about this is, like, mm-hmm. my wife doesn't even like whiskey. Or anything. There'll be other cocktails, mixed drinks. Everybody mm-hmm. can find something they like. Like so, that's well. Speaking real. of that, you also have yeah. non-sample tickets too, right? Yeah, and so you know, I, I, we try to simplify the pricing structure. The price is the, is is the same as last year. We're not hiking the prices, um, but we restructured a little bit so people could understand it better. Like you either considered like a sampler or a non-sampler, mm-hmm. right? So if you're a sampler, it's $99. And that, that gets you access to over 180 bottles of mostly whiskey, but quite a bit of other types of spirits too. Plus food, or you got, you got food coming, yeah, right? Yeah, we got, we got Dickies so coming with a huge spread of food where it's not, you know, there won't be any issues of like, oh, we just have cheese and crackers, you know? We're gonna so is put, the food included with that 99 bucks, or is yeah. that? Yeah, everybody gets food. If you have a ticket, you get food. Okay, so you get... 120, 120 samples? 180. 100, 180 samples. Well, that's including VIP, so it's, well, let's just say 150. Okay, 150 plus food mm-hmm. and live music mm-hmm. for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. 200 bucks for date night? Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's awesome. 180, you, you, that's all you can well, drink. Yeah. Right? Well, even you, if it's but you can't even go to Prime Rib for on a date night for 200 bucks. No, and, never, and really, honestly, you can't ever, not in Wyoming that I know of, and we're partnered with all the distillers, so I would probably be aware of it. Um, every Wyoming whiskey maker will be there. That's a huge deal for that, that I really like. You mentioned that how much you love Wyoming. Well, here's, here's proof of it. It's like, you know, we're, we're going to have Wyoming whiskey there, Brush Creek there, uh, Pine Bluffs, Just to Do It, um, Arcola. Um, uh, oh, man, I, I don't want to miss any backwards from Casper um, and single track from Cody. Um, cowboy country um, so you know there's there's quite a few territory is also coming this year um, so anyways there's that that's just the Wyoming list right. you know and they're bringing their general offerings and now gin and rums and stuff that they're, they're they do as well um, but on top of that there'll be some of them go all out like you come up to their table and they'll have like a little sample cocktails with the the whiskey so it's not just a whiskey sample it's now a a mini little cocktail that you can kind of, and they, have, awesome. they hand out recipes and a lot of them have merch like sunglasses and just kind of, you know, garb to kind of grab. And you're really the only one in Wyoming really doing something like no. this. So yeah. I don't, I don't know anybody else. I, don't know I mean, the, the, the distillers guild of Wyoming, it's kind of the chamber of commerce for anybody that distills uh, any spirits. And they've just been a huge partner from the very beginning. Michelle over there at the Wyoming distillers guild, I'd shout her out. Um, she's been an integral part of like us growing this, uh, like our vision from the start. And I don't know, I'm not aware of anybody that's, that's doing well, them on I, this I kind mean, of scale. I'm on a lot of the Facebook pages for Wyoming and stuff. And I never, ever mm-hmm. see anything that's like, well, I've been a rapid just like you, you've been right. probably rapid more than I have. Honestly, I, m- I remember seeing you there for the first time I went and I'm like, why does Wyoming not have this? You know, somebody in Wyoming has got to do this and it's just, you know, one thing led to another and. So why you not know. you? And yeah. it's and it's like, um, I mean, uh, Harvey and his team like they they bring it like they make it quality. 
easy to understand. The experience is just good environment, and uh, they bring they they don't but but still any. but mm-hmm. still for for so you and your wife, that's two hundred bucks. You're you're not gonna go. You can go to Prime Rib for 150 bucks, but then you guys want to go out, say Boot Hill, listen to then dance and everything else. Now you're at like 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you can't you can't go have a date night for 200 bucks anymore and have everything that you're that's offering. Right. Get I mean, somebody to drive you there. I think that's right. We oh, even have buses. Right, we have buses. Right to, yeah, we have buses. The uh, Powder River Transportation is. Um, we're probably going to get two buses depending on the hotel sponsors, but um, we're going to have at least one 50 passenger bus probably to and on route just in and out in and out taking you in from grinners which is where the after party will be out to uh, prairie sky venue which is only like a six seven minute drive but we want people to be safe you know we'll have ubers there we'll also have some other locals that kind of do it on the side right. and we'll have their numbers available so every every way we can Dude, that's we so awesome. make sure like, yeah. like that speaks volumes and that bus was packed last year it was packed packed so well, it just was well the, needed just the fact that you're willing to do that yeah i mean that that that's that's like communities throughout the community. Somebody like says, "Hey, I'm having, having this event, but I'm going to offer all this the proper way so that you don't get a DUI, kill mm-hmm. somebody, fuck that's somebody right. up." That's right. Nobody I mean, wants that, that's, that. That's so fucking huge. Yeah. yeah Nobody wants just, that. I mean, we're all adults. We all make right. our own decisions. I know you'd agree with that. It, but it's like, you know, at the same time, I think there is there is some resp- I feel some responsibility on myself to make sure that you know the people that. I can have that service. It's not that much to, 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 to figure that out, you, you know, sponsorships and stuff like that to just make sure that people have a good time and just be safe, be home safe. Don't yeah, have to worry about exactly. It, yeah. Well, you know, that should also lead some of these wives that don't want to even want to be part of it. Well, if your husband wants to go, well, you know, now, you know, he's got a guaranteed safe. Mm-hmm. You take the keys from the house, you drop them off here mm-hmm. and you can, you know, you know, he has a ride from here out to the, the was prairie, Prairie Sky, Prairie yeah. Sky, and he has a ride from back from Prairie Sky back to Grinners, mm-hmm. and you can come pick his drunk ass up for the after the after party. Yep, and yeah. you know he's safe. Everything else, unless he gets out of hand and somebody has to knock his little bitch ass mm-hmm. out, but that's all, that's always a possibility. <laughs> and you know, I never got never got rowdy well, no, like because no, be, it didn't. But, vent. but was I was ready up. for it, but it never yeah. did. Well, honestly. But, I, but I think something like that. So this last year at the uh, Mountain West Whiskey Festival. Uh-huh. It, it got to that point where it's getting to that point where they need to like reevaluate the, the people they're selling their tickets to. They either need to increase the price by another 50 bucks to kind of weed out some of this, the trash, mm-hmm. or they need, don't need to sell so many tickets to where you're, mm-hmm. it's just because I, I, we, we got the, the early access, the VIP tickets last year, and the amount of people and how rude they were, dude, me and Sarah, we just said, piss on it. We're, we tasted three, we had three whiskeys. That's all we did. It was about our three bourbons, I guess. And I really wanted to go to Keeper's Heart and and try their new one, the the American uh, uh, Irish whiskey blend, because hmm. that one just came out. <clears throat> I ended up buying two bottles of it, anyways. But we walked up to that booth to try it, and this fucking dude just kept on. I mean, my wife's itty bitty to begin with. I mean, anybody that listens to this podcast knows how big my wife is. <laughs> Anyways, so this dude just kept on trying to like, walk over the top of her. I'm like. Take your affliction wearing. F- Come on down to Grinners, located at 5201 South Douglas Highway on Wednesday nights and enjoy their new cigar lounge. Or you just come down anytime during the week. But Wednesdays, the great thing about Wednesdays is the Cigar Box hosts cigar nights every Wednesday starting at 7. 
buy a cigar when you get there, or bring your own and enjoy handcrafted cocktails in really good company. Ass out of here. Right. You know, sorry, I got to have one, at least one F-bomb. <laughs> and, you know, and like said, my wife's like, no, it's okay. Let's go stand. I was like, no, dude, it's, this is us. This is our date night. This is our this one time in the last six months that you and I got to go do something. Mm-hmm. And it's ruined. Mm-hmm. You know, so we just ended up going to Tenderbox and Domelico's and had a steak and called right. it a night. Yeah. And it ruined it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And they, yeah, that's, that's one thing that I did don't want to have at my places we we have we have uh we're prepared i have some people that are there that are not you know they're not officers or whatever but they're people that are if they need if we do have a problem but you know the point here is we want to have a good time right and and i what i what i want to try to foster is like grazing you know like it's not shot 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 and i think anybody that appreciates whiskey for what it is already knows that culture about it you know um but having said that, not it's all of us. Yeah, and, and well, you know, also it's a big though, place, but so. but but I think the people that went last year, <clears throat> and and we're still a small enough community that the people who went last year are going to kind of police the newcomers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, they're they're going to say, "Hey, don't ruin this for yeah. us." Yeah, don't be that guy. Yeah, yeah, especially in this town, like the one in Casper. I had to partner with some people I didn't know just to make sure that we we were secure, but. I mean, in Gillette, the amount of people that I know in that room, it's like, you know, if there's a problem, I think you're right. I think we all would just kind of police each other to just dismantle. Well, yeah, well, I mean, like, the, in, like people that know you respect you enough. I mean, if I seen somebody acting the shits, I'd like, dude, mm-hmm. chill the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, shoot, we see more fights at football game, kids' football games and shit, right? I mean, so, <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I'm yet to have one here, knock on wood, but um, yeah. So, I mean, we just want to have a good time. Back to, like, you know, what it is, it's... It's a, it's a good time that's going to have a lasting positive memory, uh, and it's be a good experience. It's worth your, worth your money. I mean, I haven't talked to a single person that's been to one of these ticketed events. I mean, I don't mean to come across braggadocious, but they don't. They don't, never come to me and say, "Well, shoot, that was too high a price for what I paid," or "I didn't get a, a very good experience." It, it, there was some critiques, and we've we've hit them all pretty hard um as far as ways to improve but um you know the comments are always that they get a good value for what they get and that's that's extremely important to me under promise and over deliver you know well that that's the most important thing mm-hmm. i mean but then again like we always talk about you know people always be like how could you how could you possibly want to go buy a 300 dollars bottle of booze and um uh, 500 box of cigars well you never bitch about going spending five hundred bucks on a steak dinner with all you and your friends, or you and your wife and uh, you know your fr- your couple's friends. Mm-hmm. You don't bitch about that, you know, because it's the experience, you know. And it comes back, like, yeah, that three hundred dollar bottle of Johnny Walker Blue and a twenty dollar cigar. That's my experience, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I'm not. It's not like I'm sitting down and indulging eight hundred dollars worth of booze and mm-hmm. cigars at once. That bottle and that box of cigars is going to last me. Mm-hmm. two or three months sure you know and when i have people over that i really like hey let's have some of this and smoke this and just sit here and have a good conversation that those mm-hmm. are core memories mm-hmm. those are that's the things like i won't <clears throat> at least for me i won't remember which whiskeys i drink which cigars i smoke probably mm-hmm. but i'll remember the friends i make or the connections i make or just the overall yeah. experience and that's what it was well that's worth every penny yeah, yeah. just connections alone it's worth every penny yeah couldn't agree more. Oh, and Blanton's. We got Blanton's and Blanton's Gold. 
Ooh. Have you ever tried Glint Plans Gold? I haven't tried it. No, I've heard of but, it. You know, it's kind of like those poster. Everybody wants to try Blanton's. You know, so we got we got those two, um, and we got you know a whole bunch of other ones. There's probably thirty on the list for just VIP, and then on top of that, everything else in the general floor. So, we'll have so tequilas is it, so is it just general and VIP, or do you got another another level? Nope, just general VIP, and then if you're non-sample, you have to stay upstairs in this upstairs area. Um, and if you don't have a, it, it, let's say this, if you don't have a VIP upgrade, you can't get it downstairs. Okay. Right? So whether you sample or not sample, you, you have to have a VIP upgrade. Well, so, and that's also, you can only have so many people. Why waste a ticket on somebody's not going to enjoy it? Exactly. Exactly. And, what, and then, you know, if you're not sampling, why would you go, why would you upgrade a VIP we're gonna have we're gonna have up, upgraded food down there, charcuterie in the VIP room. There's gonna be a private um, a private cash bar, and then also a, a special private room put on by Grinners here actually. Um, that'll be a specialty smoke cocktail room. So they'll have a, a number of smokers there. They'll be smoking like you know, old fashions and stuff like that. See, like I have no problem. Like like my wife, she's not a drinker by any means, but I'd have no problem buying her a VIP ticket. Like I always buy her a VIP ticket when we go to Rapid. You don't want to split be, up. No, well, not only that, but I need somebody to just be like, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good point. You gotta have somebody. Ying or us, Yang, yeah. you know? <laughs> you need some water for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, here. protect you from yourself. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And she does a great job at it. Right. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, I never, I mean, if it's a VIP tickets, 200 bucks and I got to buy two of them, then I know I'm drinking $400 and eating $400 yep. with food and having that $400 memory. Yep. Yep. That's the way I look at it. Try it. If I can't afford to do something that makes me happy, then I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so what is the price points again? Uh, so nine? yeah, it's, yeah, it's ninety nine dollars for the for the sample, and then VIP upgrades another forty nine dollars, and then non sample so, hundred and thirty hundred and forty bucks for v, uh, mm-hmm. VIP. Just call it one hundred fifty. That that's still cheaper than what? Yeah. Mountain West yeah, was for food. And yeah. All but those. but I got it better. I actually have a special special promo code. Um, for your podcast only. Heck yeah. Not, yeah, not only, I'm going to do a couple other podcasts, but we're going to do a 10% discount if you put in uh, drink to that 10. Perfect. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. So and all you got to do is on checkout, I just put drink to that 10, one, one zero, and then you'll get 10% off your uh, ticket. Oh, fuck you and if you do it, if you do it quick, early bird will still be around. So you get 10% off early bird pricing. So you get so. 20% off altogether. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's 30 bucks off your ticket. Mm-hmm. That's your, that's, that's your VIP. Or that's your come in and your VIP. Mm-hmm. That so becomes you, your VIP upgrade. Exactly. But if you wait, you know, two weeks out, it could be VIP could be sold out because it got sold out last year. We added 50 more tickets, but I believe it's going to be sold out. We, heck we had 30 some people, after it was sold out, begging for tickets. We held a couple back, but, I mean, it was just, we had to say no because, like, it's, right. you know, we, we, we don't want to, if you buy VIP and then I cram the entire room full of people. Ruins it. Yeah, it ruins it. I can't do that. That's, I didn't fulfill my promise. So. Well, I know that I had to fight a couple of people at work to get the 4th off, November 4th, everybody. <laughs> yeah, no. November fourth to get that day off, but I I got that day off. I told my boss I, I cause that, well I took off uh, when apostate was in town. I took that day off, that night off, I guess. And but I so I went in. I don't know. I think it was June because I knew that Brandon was coming in, in November. You're doing this. I walked to my boss's office. And said you're going to be short 
on August, whatever date, August that Brandon came. I said, on November 4th, you're going to be short. He's like, well, put your name on the calendar. We'll see. I was like, no, I'm telling you straight up, you are going to be shorthanded this day. And mm-hmm. I put my name on the calendar. And I walked in there the other day. And he's like, what, what are you doing? I was like, just looking at the calendar. He's like, because I, like, I know you cocksuckers mm-hmm. like to erase names and take people <laughs> off. And be like, oh, you never signed up for it. I was like, just double check and make sure I have November 4th out. He's yeah, I don't like, want to miss it. He's no. like, are you serious? I'm like, dead ass serious, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am. I'm gone November 4th. Yep. I mean, it's right in the middle of my night shifts. Right. You know, but right. who fucking cares? Well, and, and you know, it's kind of interesting, too, uh, is that same night we're competing with uh, the Chamber of Commerce uh, uh, annual um, awards banquet. Um, I'm not, not, not competing. I'm saying I'm putting that up, putting out there loosely, but um, this is this couldn't be any more different than the chamber function. Frankly, it's not a, it's not an awards banquet. It's a it's a, and it's not a time where you're going to be here, you know, fundraising or anything like that. It's going to be you get a ticket, you come, and literally you just enjoy yourself, and then you go home. Well, I just, <laughs> I was really excited that you're having buses. Like mm-hmm. I know, like. Like I said, my wife, she's not a big drinker, but she will have, she'll try a couple things here and there, especially if you're going to have other things besides whiskey there. She'll definitely try some different things, mm-hmm. you know, and I really hate always being like, oh, you're well, you're the DD, or she, oh, she feels like she has to be the DD, and it's now like, no, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Let loose. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have a good time. Exactly. And we can take an Uber back to the house. I mean, shit, from Drainer's Star House is up over the hill mm-hmm. and we're home. Yeah. We're going to walk. Freeze right. your ass off, but walk fast enough, you're warm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get the flask. <laughs> I don't think they have rooms here, do they? You can't really stay the night here, huh? Not yeah. yet. Not yet. <laughs> but I know some people that are even closer than I am. I just, I'm going to sleep on your couch. Right. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Or ride the bus home. Yeah. Well, if they got, if you got Ubers running around. Then I mean, who really gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Party, party your face off. Have fun. That's right. That's right. It'll be a good time. See, that's always the thing that always worries me. Is like, even when we go to Rapid, like, and you go to like get on Uber, like, there's like, it seems like one o'clock, the Ubers are gone. You know. And then what do you do? Yeah, like, exactly. Now you're trying to get the taxi. You know, taxi companies a lot of times can be sketched because. This isn't where some you. This is where I told you to tell me. To, this is not where I told you to take me. <laughs> right? What, are, what exactly. are we doing here? Get yeah. in the bathtub? No. Uh. Right. <laughs> you know, why mine. are we going around in circles here? You know. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm super excited for it. I'm really super excited for it, and I really. Oh, oh one last thing I forgot to to, to tell you. I, I'm I'm actually I'm actually wanting some some honest feedback from you here, if you don't mind. The stage is huge. Have you been in that venue before? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's huge. And it's way bigger than any band. Even even uh, Miller Creek, it's five-person band. Like, right. But they can't even come close to filling the stage. So um, one of the changes is I'm going to actually put them stage left. And stage right, I'm going to basically have like antique furniture and have it inviting for people to come up on stage and actually sit close into the band rather than just kind of right down below the stage. So that's one change. Um, it's right next to the band, so it's not like it doesn't have that feeling of they're there and you're right, here, right, right. you know. Just uh, I don't know. What do you guys think on that? Well, the only thing I can Am I crazy? Th- the only thing I can think of is that your drummer, the drums are so stinking loud that, Could that close, get pretty bad. It can. Well, I mean, I guess I'm coming from like being going like 
Slayer and Pantera Lamb of God concerts. <laughs> right. You know, I guess I don't know. I've never heard these guys' type of music. Are they like bluegrass? Are they country? Are they rock? Are they cover bands? Yeah, they they all have original stuff, um, but and some cover cover stuff. But uh, you said is there? It's going to be locked. It's going to be the volume's not going to be so loud. Yeah, as loud. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be cool. I mean, it'd be a good experience because somebody is going to be like Instagram. Look at this for the gram. Right. Want to do it? You know. Right. Right. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. You know, you yeah. could Instagram live. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to want to do Instagram live. And oh, be like, yeah. Look where I'm at. I'm yeah. on, on center on stage left watching these guys play mm-hmm. up close. And, you know, somebody, this guy probably will do it, mm-hmm. you know, just for the clout, you know, or not so much the clout, but just like, just to be up there. How, how many, how often do you need to be up next to like a, a legitimate band and, and chill back yeah. and, and sip on a whiskey or a cocktail. <laughs> well, one of the thing you brought this up too, is when you walk in the door, you're going to get a Glen Karen glass and a lanyard that actually hangs from your neck. So the glass actually gets, hell this, yeah, this is something different than you've experienced. Cause you've never experienced one of my events yet. And Not I'm yet. glad you're coming. It's when, right when you come in, you get a, a branded um, uh, lanyard, and I actually have my mom making these special holders that hold the Glen Karen like glass a in. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like a little koozie. That's and awesome. And just you can you can fill it. Well, not fill it, but you can have your sample and drop it right on your chest, and it just it just hangs there. Believe it or not, it doesn't it doesn't spill. So you can eat and talk and shake That's hands, awesome. and you know, and then you can come back to it as you want. It's it's quite quite it. A fun little addition. Plus, that's a part of the value of the ticket. You get a free one of those as you come in for a sample. So, anyway, I still got but, that glass. See, I, I, you keep on saying that you know the value. The, the value is already. You've yeah, already it's said already the value. There. Right. I mean, like it's, I, I'll I'll pound this into the fucking ground. Two hundred dollars to take for a date night. You cannot do that anywhere in Campbell mm-hmm. County. Take your wife out for a date night. You can't go to the bar and go dancing and, and have a good time for less than two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. There's no way fucking possible. And now drink to that 10 gets you 10%, 10% on top off. Of that. Yeah, so yeah. now you're saving 20 bucks. You buy two tickets. Do the math, retards. <laughs> <laughs> we're overselling it totally, aren't we? <laughs> no, dude. no, we're not. We're, we're, we're actually, to tell you the truth, I think we're if underselling it. You don't think it. it's a value. It's probably not right fit for you, I guess. You know? Well, you're always going to have that You're always gonna have that one yeah. Karen. You're always going to have yeah, that, one, exactly. that one Karen that's going to go and, and like, oh, I paid $200 for me and my husband to go do this. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing but a drunk bunch of drunk people this and that <laughs> bitch know your surroundings know right. what you're getting yourself into it's yeah. not like you're going to the prime rib and you're going to sit there and drink wine all night yeah. you're not going to a wine festival you're yeah. not this is a whiskey festival mm-hmm. and the type of people that drink whiskey are the type of people that we love mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. you know we're, we're, we're rough around the edges but we also love to have a good time and we also keep ourselves at a certain level that allows us to be cordial and respectful and have manners and say sorry excuse me yes ma'am no sir mm-hmm. kind of thing and, yeah. and if you can't handle that then don't don't even think about it yeah this, this podcasting this this episode is not for you sorry karen <laughs> no karen's allowed <laughs> karen's and chad's mm. <laughs> <laughs> not like i'm excited like in the fact that you got all these well, I mean, whiskey uh, distilleries coming. I mean, that, that's that's pretty legit. And people yeah. can actually talk to the distillers and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're going to be, if you were there last year, there's uh, a chapel on the on the side of the main chapel. Right. This is an old church with a graveyard in the back, which is a whole other cool thing. 
Um, but that side chapel that was VIP that I spoke of earlier was a shoulder to shoulder. That's going to turn into our Wyoming room. And then some of the Wyoming distillers are going to spill out of that room a little bit into the main area. So there's still, they can talk a little bit better. Um, and it's not right there next to the stage. So, yeah. So I got a question for you. Do you think you'll outgrow that, that venue and, and want to try to like petition to where you can hold it like at the energy center? You know, year to year, you know, the owner, the owner of Prairie Sky is actually a partner at Grit and Gather. She's a part owner. Oh, really? Angela Rabber, yeah. Or Raber, excuse me. Um, and so she's been a great partner. <clears throat> now, but from day one, I don't think she'd mind me saying this, but from day one, you know, I haven't, we haven't said that we're going to always keep it at one venue. Right. Um, Camplex, I like the Camplex. I'm doing another, a diff, completely different event at Camplex out there, and it's great. But... To me, the way I see Grit and Gather, like this, especially this fest in particular, it's got to be intimate, man. It can't be over 400. If it gets over 400, it starts to feel kind of like, and maybe that's where where we're missing on Rapid, right? Right. I'll go back to Rapid again. I'm sure you will be too, right? Always. But, you know, it's like maybe that's where they're failing because they got 800 there. You know what I mean? And it's like at some point you're not really getting that gather. It's just like taking a big, out the intimacy, intimacy uh, expo, you know. Yeah, it's like this huge, yeah, expo. Like the, you don't know any, you know. It's so big and so wide. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know where it's going to go. And I'm, I don't mean to be elusive, but I've we've never really Honestly. said we guarantee we're going to have it at this venue. But I tell you what, that's a pretty dang cool venue when you're talking about what we're doing. I mean, you walk in and it is, it so, is whiskey. It's so, wood floors, wood. Right. ceilings it's high vaulted. it's an old church it's, it's an old yeah church. it's an old church it's cool it's just a so cool place why why always november well good yeah that's a good question um you know we did caspers in june right you know picking a dates dates always a tough thing for a bigger event um november to me seems like you know you're leading into christmas it's good good to f- sample what you want so you can be in the holidays with what types of whiskeys and stuff that you like. Um, also, it's good timing for like scotches. That's and and that's and, the time you start drinking scotches. It, well, yeah, and Scott, that's when the newer scotches are coming out. So like the distillers, like even this list uh, that that we have right now, it's going to be bigger than that guarantee because like a week out, some of these some of these distributors will be like, hey, this and this and this and this and this and this are asking me to promote. Can I promote it there? <laughs> and you know, our answer is yeah, sounds good. Absolutely. You know, it's just more samples to people that are coming. You know, now it's not just whiskey. Now it's, like I say, it's opened up to a multiple different sippable spirits. So, our, like, this year it's the whiskey gathering or the whiskey festival. So, are, are you willing to, are you to, thinking about changing? This is down the line. Yeah. So, since you're going to have, like, now you're going to have rum, gin, tequila, no vodka. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so would you just call this as, as the, the gathering event or a yeah, gathering it's experience. Just, it's I mean, almost because like you can't really call it whiskey at this. But no, know, so is it no? And and you know what? You know what's interesting is uh, I was always going to keep it focused on whiskey was my original, but the people themselves changed it. I didn't. Right. The brand changed itself. Like people never referred to it as the whiskey, the grit and gather whiskey experience or the whiskey fest. I kept calling it that, but what they would call it is the grit and gather. The like Grit and that. Gather. Go, let's go to the Grit and Gather. So they've, and I, when I listen to people say what they, how they, how they named it, you know, as a branding guy, like 
I, I feel like I was stood corrected. I, I could predict that people were going to call it the Grit and Gather Whiskey Experience or Whiskey Fest. But instead, the brand itself took over, and now people are calling it the Grit and Gather. So eventually, you know, I probably will do a Grit and Gather event centered around wine, for instance. Fuck, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A good one. So <clears throat> With charcuterie and really elegant and stuff like that. That's kind of that's gonna that's gonna be coming so, soon. I was ta- talking to Cheryl today. I was like, we need to figure out some way, somehow, whatever, whatever mountains we got to move. We need to do a wine cigar pairing because I was smoking a cigar this morning. It was uh, Alec Bradley Bradley yeah. uh, Black Market. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. this is making me want to have a glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. I want a red wine so bad right now. And she's like, and that's why I was like. It's like we have got to whatever it takes. We got to do something like this because yeah. there's there's some there's some cigars that I smoke and that's all I want. I want like a nice pinot, like mm-hmm. like a pinot sounds so like I'm not a wine guy at all, you know. And yeah. but I'll smoke these cigars and I'm just like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. That would taste so amazing. Uh, that brings up another good point. Like I went to another one of Harvey's events. Uh, where we had food pairings with cigars and stuff. I wanted to go to that one so bad. Yeah. I just couldn't couldn't make it. I wasn't aware of uh, the pairings and and things like that. So, again, just I'm just a curious guy in general, but I just like to try different things. And and there are certain cigars that make you want to drink a certain thing or eat a certain thing. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh yeah, gather it's a good experience. Yeah, gathering around a subject. It could be a lot of different things, right? It, it's not going to be like, you know, something that's not grit and gather. It, it, what I mean by that is, it's not going to be a uh, poetry fest, right? You know, I love poetry. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to be a Wyoming concert of all Wyoming musicians. That's grit and gather. It's going to be a wine uh, experience. It's going to be a whiskey experience. It's going to be an experience that fits that kind of a culture, but it's interest that we're all gathered around. That's the whole point of it, right? Well, like, like I, I told a bunch of guys I work with, I'm like, it's like, like as I kept talking to them about uh, the November 4th, they're like, there's something like that here in town? I was like, oh, yeah, there is. I said, sorry for you losers. I already got the day off. <laughs> But, you know, there's, I work across, like I work overtime and stuff with different crews, and I tell these guys and stuff, they're like, and they're, they're just blown away that somebody in this town would have the foresight to do something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, but I go, if you go check out his Facebook and Instagram and, and his website, I was like, he does all kinds of different shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little something for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're not a drinker, cool, but he does the cigar and food pairings. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, there's... I, I love it. I, I think it's good great. Good beer fest would be really good. I know they have Oktoberfest, but it's this is done a lot, so I probably will stay out of that, that eh, realm. I think, I think a, a, so my wife went to the car show last weekend, whatever it was, the brew and crew, or the brews mm-hmm. and crews, whatever the fuck it was, and the only, only brewery there was Big Lost. The, year, the years prior, it had been people from all around the state would come. I don't know who's in charge of that, but they really dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love Sam Kleichman. I love what he's doing with Big mm-hmm. Lost. Oh, yeah. But you can't just have what Big Lost makes and call it a bruise cruise. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to call it a Big big Lost cruise. Cruise, right. You know, like, and I, it really breaks my heart that Tom and, uh, forget her name, that owned Gillette Brewery had to close business, yeah. you know. 
Corona yeah. got them the worst. That's yeah, unfortunate. You know, but he had a few good beers and he brought in a lot of beers that no one would ever had because mm-hmm. he, I mean, he was friends with everybody, you know, and like, it just, I, I think a well done brew fest around October would do really, really mm-hmm. well in Gillette, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that's like getting, uh, the guys that do speed goat, uh, uh the people that ten do sleep. Ten Sleep, yeah. the Ten Sleep Brewery, getting pal down here. Uh, the people that got the group guys that make that. Uh, uh, it's out, out of Cody. We were just there. We had, I sat there and sampled every beer he made. Uh, he's got a Scottish uh, ale with a cowboy and a or Celtic cowboy. Mm-hmm. Have those guys come down, you know? And like, there's, there's the microbreweries around in, in Wyoming. And the type of beers, because like our water is actually really, really good if you're not coming through the city of Gillette. But <laughs> our water is really good. Our pH values are really great. The minerals and everything that's in our water makes for really, really, really good beer. Hence the reason why Budweiser opened their their brewery and call and Fort Collins because they're sucking all the water out of the Colorado River and through from from Wyoming. I mean, we got coal coal faces that all this water aquifers are going through. I mean, it is we have phenomenal water just as long as not city of Gillette. <clears throat> but you know, so it makes for great, great beer. Mm-hmm. True. We need more breweries then. I, I wish, I wish we had more breweries, but it, it's with the whole bullshit that Bud Light pulled. I, I think that breweries. I'll take one more. You can put it on my my tab. Okay, yep. Do you want another one? Yeah. Could I do another one? I'll take. I'll buy us a round. Okay. Just a monkey shoulder, please. Thank you. Good, thank you. What was it? Monkey shoulder. I'll do what they're having. Okay. Thank you. I'll make good, it easy. Huh? Never heard of monkey shoulder. Oh, it's great scotch. Is man. it? A cheap scotch, too. Nice. It's like a $35 a bottle retail, and it's really good blended. Anyways. But anyways, so like the bullshit that Bud Light pulled, they they ended up selling like 85% of all their different brands, you know, because they own Kona Big Wave. They own... Modelo, which now became the number one beer, which is weird oh, that man. that Budweiser <laughs> owns Modelo, and it's you know it's like people are like oh I'm never drinking Anheuser Busch again, but you just made Modelo the number one beer in the nation. It's, <laughs> it's like come on guys, let's do a little market research here. Let's just think about some they're shit for a minute. Just buying up brands, right? Is that all they're doing? <laughs> well, they ended up having to sell like eighty five percent of them because they lost such a huge market share with Bud Light going in the tanker, and you know and everybody's like oh I'm gonna start my own brewery, I'm gonna start, but you're 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 90 days to 180 days out before you even have one beer to even sample, you know, just letting it, just letting it ferment and everything else. Mm-hmm. You're already behind the eight ball, mm-hmm. you know? So not like, anyways, like a microbrewery, a brewery would be cool, but your, your, your overhead's so freaking high. You got to have some cash in the bank account. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think most of us in Campbell County, cause we all like our new vehicles and the big fancy houses and the boats and the four wheelers and side by sides that were our, our focus isn't really on, our legacy. I think mm-hmm. Brock Finn sings a song about that. <laughs> and he'll be at the... Uh, yeah, he will. Party, right? <laughs> Is that the triple CSer guy? Yeah. yeah. Campbell County cocksucker? Yeah. Oh. He's going to be here. He's the... F- and, and thank you for that, honestly, because that's, uh, that's our fourth musician. He's going to be at the after party at Grinners, like we mentioned earlier. But yeah, he's going to be here. And you seeing the triple CSer? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Got a good show. Dude, that that song's funny. I remember when I was in high school. If you can't laugh, if we can't laugh at ourselves, I'll I'll live and die in this county. I'm never gonna leave this town. I've told that to a lot of people. Well, knock on wood. I hope I never have to. I would if I had to, I guess. But I I just love this county, and so you can't laugh at yourself, right? 
Well, you know? I mean, it's it's, it's a it's fucking true. truth. It's true. It's, I've, I've, I've rode somebody's ass with 17 county plates. I don't know how many times. You know what I mean? So, like, let's just, I mean, I don't want to be an asshole. I'm not saying that, but, like, you know. Well, I mean, it's the truth. Everybody in this town is $120,000 in debt because of toys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, I can't speak too loud to myself because I'm $120,000 in debt we, because of toys. We got to <laughs> have, have that stuff. We got to have it. Well, awesome you, but, but, you know, but the thing is, though, you look at the disposable income in Campbell County yeah. is astronomical oh, compared yeah. to the rest of the United States. We're an average of 86,000 medium income in this, in this town. And when you think about the cost of living and the prices of houses, well, right now, right now, the mm-hmm. houses and cost of living are fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. But prior to the last two, three years, our... Uh, You're doing God's work, my, my lady. Thank you. Appreciate it. But you look at what it costs here in Gillette to live and the kind of money that you can possibly make. Like, it's, it's nothing for a guy to go down to the Harley dealership and go, oh, that's a 2023 feather or whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. a Harley guy. But, you know, yeah. oh, that's 40000 yes. And my payments are 250 bucks yeah. a month? Done. Done See and ya. done. Yeah. 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 Side-by-sides. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a, a, a crowd that, like I said enjoys uh, a little extra, a little experience over just... Uh, work hard, play hard. Kind yeah, of. Well, that's the hard, thing. Yeah. That, that, that is Campbell County, work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. Like Campbell County, Natrona, Sheridan County, I mean, mm-hmm. Laramie County. I mean, but it's weird that you look at Jackson Hole, and that's where you got all these multimillionaires, billionaires living because they're all from outside of Wyoming. But the people that live there, I don't know when's the last time you've been to Jackson Hole into a bar haven't those motherfuckers will party fucking hard really dude they'll party your fucking the face billionaires off. will no it's the people it's the, the service oh, industry. oh yeah it's just all those the guys price. in the service the industry that are serving all the billionaires. yeah and right? you know they're they're making i mean their cost of living there is stupid high mm-hmm. but you know they're not living in jackson hole they're living in uh alpine or they're living in mm-hmm. idaho or you know mm-hmm. but where it's, yeah. it's cheaper to live star valley star valley mm-hmm. and when they and like when they get off shift i mean they are Red mm-hmm. tea to partay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Scottsdale, Arizona. I don't know if you've been there. For uh. a little, it's been a few years since I've been there, but Scottsdale, Arizona. Everybody in the service industry down there, dude. They they will part. They they'll they'll make you wish you didn't go to the bar. They'll party <laughs> so hard. I mean, they they, they won't stop. <laughs> Dang, it's uh, interesting. But that's just that's our culture, though. That yeah. that's Campbell County culture is just that. We work really hard. We work work long hours. We do the shit that nobody else wants to do, and by God, so that allows us to go buy the shit that everybody's like, well, you're a piece of shit for owning that. Mm-hmm. You know? Cool. I drive a brand new fucking pickup every three years because I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, Brock Finn will call you out on it. You know what What's I mean? What's that? Brock Finn will call you That's out fine. on it. That's <laughs> fine. And right. I'll tell him. I, no, it's all you know, good. You know, and I'll be like, bitch is paid off. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the rebuttal to the, that song, too. Huh. Yeah. Oh, really? I it's a... Uh, if it was if it wasn't for us coming to South Dakota to buy these brand new vehicles, you guys would be nothing or something. Broke dick, uh, yeah, broke dick rabbit chokers or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying that? Somebody from Gillette. I don't huh. know it was it uh, it's a uh, one of the old print. So I graduated in 05. I'll date myself a little bit. I hate saying that because I'm only 37, but people are like, oh, you're old as fuck. Anyway, one of our principals, it was his kid that came up with this rebuttal. I, I don't know if it was Jerry Brown or if it was I forget the other principal's name. I can't remember. But it's an actual school 
employee's kid that came out with a rebuttal because the dude that seen Triple C yesterday, he's from uh, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it was just like, you're just jealous of us because we have this and we're making your mortgage payment, you know, kind of eat bag of dicks and fuck off. Both, both songs are hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's great. I'll have, to, I'll have to listen for that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's good, you know. It's, <laughs> but people calling it for what it is is, you know, it. laugh at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be angry. Yeah, exactly. Be grateful that you live in an economy that, that's protected by the outside influences. Yeah. And that we can say what we want to say. Yeah. Tom's, Tom's a ex-Mormon. You're an ex-Mormon too? You are too? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. I just couldn't get over the fact that they wanted to push some dude back in the 1900s, found this bunch of golden scripts, and then he only he could read. <laughs> dum da dum 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How long are you I've, in? Um, I've been out five or six years. I like and, how we uh, always talk about a prison sentence. I've been out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It's so true, man. Yeah, and I don't really, I mean, I have plenty to say uh, about the organization, but the people, the Mormon people, like mm-hmm. greatest people, some of the greatest people I know, you know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Uh, too. Well, I don't, I don't disagree with you on the people-wise. It's the, it's the culty vibe that you get from the upper management, yeah. as I like to call it. Yeah. I'm, I'm there, yeah. Yeah, I think all three of us have a lot of people in our lives that are still members. Yeah. So, so what was uh, your final straw? I don't know. It was a it was kind of a long term evolution for me. Um, my brother left before I did, but uh, it gave me some some per, quote unquote permission to question things at least and. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, it, it's probably too much to, to talk about in a, in a couple sentences, but... So, did you go on your mission? I did, yeah. Where'd you I go? I served Salt Lake City mission, <laughs> which is Talk fun. about getting the short end of the yeah. stick. I planned this, by the way, guys. <laughs> I didn't tell either one of you about Tell either one know. of you, so... We well, could have brought this up earlier instead of me ranting no, raving about know, my fucked know, up childhood. I know, but I wanted it to be genuine and real. Like, well, not that it isn't. It wouldn't be, but, like, I just... I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, now discuss. So, that's and fine. So here's, here's the reason why I got out. Okay. I fucked the bishop's daughter. <laughs> and I had to have the conversation with her dad. And the conversation that him and I had was uh, basically told me how I'm, a, I'm never going to amount to anything. And me having the, the impurity thoughts that I'm having as a 16-year-old child. I shouldn't be having. And the fact that I am having them only leads him to believe that I am going to be nothing but a waste to society and that God, Jesus himself, could never love me. And I said, well, cool story, bro. Out. Well, yeah. That was a lot more dramatic than mine. I mean, mine was more, uh, I don't know, just more of a look into things type of thing. Start like, questioning like things. Like something, yeah, I mean, something you have a worldview on. You're marrying somebody because of a certain thing. You're, your whole life is led on this. It's something you should look into both sides. I look into both sides when I want to buy a Chevy or a Ford or something like that. You know, like, which one's better? I, I don't know, and I'm not saying I'm in a better, well... I am saying I'm in, in a better place since I left, but there's to look at both sides, you weren't really allowed to in 
church, uh, even if it wasn't specifically said. But there, there's, I'll give them this. There are some really good things about the Mormon religion. Like there, there's a, like the camarad, the camaraderie. However, I can't say that fuck word to save my life. Yeah, and um, you know family. The, the family, and mm-hmm. the, there's always somebody watching out for you for your best interest. You know, and there's a lot of business owners that are Mormons still in this fucking town. And they, they, there's always somebody watching out for you. You know, like uh, there's a guy, I shouldn't say his name, but there, there's a guy that is really high in the Mormon religion, and he calls me pretty frequently, not just to get me back in the church, but to see how I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, are you? And there's like, plenty of those guys. Oh, yeah. And he's like, are, are, how are you doing? You know, are you doing all right? Is there something that I can help you out with? Is there something you're struggling with? You need to talk about something. You know, if you do, just, you got my number. I'm like, cool, man. I appreciate it. He's like, I just really just want to make sure that you're doing all right. And like, I don't think you ever get that anywhere else. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's hard to, it's hard to be mad at somebody that's like doing that. Cause I, right. I, I have people like that and I know you do too. You spoke of those. Yeah. And it's like, you, what are you going to be pissed at somebody for caring for you? Oh, hell like, no. You can't. Why would you do that? Like yeah, that's, exactly. you well, know, I mean, that's just, that's just the thing though. Like, that's one thing about the Mormon religion is that there's, regardless if you're part of the a membership now or if you're out or excommunicated, there's always somebody there that's, that's, I wonder how he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like we should probably check up on him. You know, they, he'll send missionaries over to my house every once in a while. And he'll give some head ups. You know, he's, he likes to drink. He cusses like a sailor. So <laughs> just be patient. Don't get offended. Just let him bullshit and you'll have a good conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and missionaries show up and they're like, well, hey, you guys want to come back for dinner? Absolutely. And I'll, I'll have them come back over for dinner. And of course, I'll have me a big old glass of whatever whiskey I'm drinking that day. I'm like, you guys want one? Oh, we better not. It's like, mm-hmm. you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it's not exclusive to the Mormon religion even, but, uh, I mean, you're going to get that in a lot of different religions mm-hmm. too. Um, there's just good people and other people that are whatever, you know, but uh, just doing whatever they need to to enjoy this life or to survive this life or whatever they're doing i have no judgment either way you know like if people want to join this church join that church it's fine you right what you need what you need at the time mm-hmm. and whatever so well it's it, it, it it, it's always weird like when people go through a spiritual journey like like you'll always see them start like start back in the gym heavy and like because i got a a guy I, I work with. started this morning again. Did you? Heavy? <laughs> heavy? <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Half heavy. So, like, there's this guy that I work with, and he's a born-again Christian, which, whatever. I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, he's going through uh, tribulation with his wife. Like, they're separated, probably going to get divorced. Anyway, so he's back hardcore into the gym. You know, he's, he's replaced that relationship with the gym. And he's now, everything's Bible verse this, Bible verse that, God says this, God says that, which is cool. And I'm like, and I asked him the other day, I was like, so what are you going to do when everything finally works out the way you think it's supposed to work out? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, are you going to continue on with the gym? Are you going to continue on with your Bible studies? Are you going to continue on being this spiritual? He's like, well, I have plans on it. I said, no, you're not. I said, name one person that's, that has gone through tribulation and finally had the outcome that they were expecting to come up to happen that continues with the gym, that continues with being this deep dive into the Bible, this deep dive with the connection of, quote-unquote, God. Name one. 
I don't I don't know hardly anybody that's had such a huge connection going through a tribulation that where they're still. Are you seeing like they like once you get what you want, then you just kind of you're good to go. You gotta start slacking off. Yeah, you're good to go, and then you're back to it's like repetitive. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you 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 get complacent. Yeah, you get complacent. I know I'm like that. I can say that. You know, like when I went so like when I went through my first divorce, not my only divorce. I got back heavy into the gym. I started going to church. I started deep diving in this and that. And then I met my wife. And it's like, well, you know, things are pretty good. And I kind of stopped going to the gym. I stopped really going to church. I didn't really go to church. I stopped doing my spiritual meditation and shit like that. And then we went through a little bit of a a bump. And I'm like, "Uh, then I'm doing something wrong. I better get back in the gym. Better start doing this. Better start doing that. And things are great again. And things are really great. I'm getting married. I love this person. I, I want nothing but this person. Get married. Go a little through a little tribulation again. And I don't go back to the gym. I don't go back to what I was doing. And things got a lot worse. A lot worse. A lot worse. And I went back to the gym. Started working out again. Started feeling good. But there's also some things about going to the gym and, making, and, and depression. Anyways, but and I started deep going back to my spiritual. I call it spiritual meditation because I, I would do the, like the hot yoga stuff. I love yoga. <laughs> and then things got really great again, and it's like, things have been so great here lately, i just kind of like, why do I need to go do this shit again? Why? There's no reason. I, things are great. And so I, I told him that, and I was like, so I was like, you gonna, are you a full-on, full-on, or are you just going to do this until things work out to your, your favor? I said, because I just do things to work out in my favor that I'm complacent. Mm. You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear you. And no matter what your belief belief in God, belief in the universe, belief in nature, belief in whatever. It's like, uh, do what you need to do for you. And, uh, it's your life. Like, right. like I, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't feel like I need an organization or mm-hmm. any man or anything between me and quote unquote God, uh, whatever God is for you. It's a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. So, do what couldn't you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Well, I just don't want people stuffing their shit down my fucking throat. Yeah, I, and that's the thing. You know, like, I really enjoyed the cowboy church at the barn, I guess as it was called. Mm-hmm. I used to love going there. And because, like, I get off work and be in my greasers and still show up, and everybody's like, hey, how's it going today, Mr. Hedinger? Cool. You know, but I haven't. I haven't done a whole lot of organized religion for six years now, but I mean, I, like, I do believe that there's something more bigger and more powerful than me. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to not say that there's not something. Yeah. Yeah. And I leave it at that, and I feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. To each their own, and uh, you know, like I said, it's each individual person's life, and do what you feels best for you, your family, your loved ones. I just, my thing is, don't cause no harm to nobody. Mind your own fucking business and be a decent human being. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Help the old lady on the side of the road that's stuck in the drift. Push her out. Get her where she needs to go. Help, you know, throw a dollar in somebody's tin when they're on hard times. Mm -hmm. Just just be a good dude. I'll drink to that. And we'll end to that. We'll drink to that.